every freaking second of the day, I'm going to do it. Everybody wants to be mother freaking wealthy. Are you willing to adapt? Are you willing to change? How uncomfortable are you willing to get? How willing are you going to be to allow me to help you? This is a marathon, not a sprint. You give up your right to be average and ordinary. You gotta show up earlier, you gotta be here later, you gotta hit harder, be more productive, be more focused. If you don't see it that way, you will fail at it. You guys have been the pillar and the backbone of Planet First Life now for quite some time. Keep growing. All right, guys, so we have Trey Honeycutt, the legend himself, with us. Trey, thank you for joining. Thanks for having me. Uh, so this is the book of the month segment of this call. The book of the month was The Slight Edge, which I enjoyed is by Jeff Olson. But I, I was really shocked when I was reading it. And let's see. And I had to I had to take a screenshot so I can share this with everybody. I'm reading the book and it says in here uh let's see. Take the story from the slight edge reader, Trey Honeycutt from Victorville, California. He struggled with his weight for many years and just couldn't seem to make any changes. He was looking for the quantum leap answer. Two days after finishing the book, he decided to put the slight edge test to work. Over the course of 40 weeks, he lost 60 pounds, and he's in such good shape that he became a physical, a personal trainer and got started teaching the principles of the slight edge to his clients. Like, Trey, you never told me you were in this book. Number one. Yeah, I did. You, I think I've told you. I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe I didn't. Okay. So... I was like, dude, we got to have you on to talk about the book. Now, we're going to hear your uh, feedback on the book. And anyone who's had like any like light bulbs go off or aha moments, we want you to email us so we can share. You can email uh, Marcy, M-A-R-C-I-E at FFLUSA.com. And we're going to be collecting those. But Trey... How did you end up in this book and what did you take from it? Well, I worked at a company with Jeff Olson, so I knew him. And at that time, and I, I put the slide edge to the test both ways. Like I, I lost all that weight and became a personal trainer, kept it off for five years, taught people how to do it and then gained it back. <laughs> and I didn't gain it back overnight either. I put the slide edge to the test to that too. Um, but now you're going back the other way because you're in the gym every day, sending everyone pictures for accountability. That's right. And I'm 20 pounds and so far. And, um, but that's how, that's how I got in the book. But the, the slide edge, the principle of the book is simple disciplines practiced over time that seem to make no difference in the act of doing it ends up making all the difference in the world. So why they call it the slide edge is there's a slight edge between success and failure simple, um, simple, uh, bad judgments over time compound it. All simple right. errors so, in judgment compounded over time equals, you know, so what you're saying results. is everything matters yes. and everything you do is the sum of you to everything you've done is the sum of you today. Yeah. Yeah. 
But even as much as like, you know, if somebody says to themselves, hey, I'm not going to go to the gym today, it doesn't really make a difference if you don't go to the gym today. If you and I start, if we're the same and we start today, you go to the gym every day and I don't, in a month, you won't really tell a difference. You know, in a year, you won't really tell a difference. But, but in, in two years. years a, all right. Yeah. So I've been going to the gym every day with Factory Fresh. And nice. He's been put, he's been having me do these crazy workouts that I, I could like barely move after. Uh, but that's not the point of it. The point of it is of what I'm talking about. So a long time ago, Trey, I, I thought of this crazy thing that happened because I was like, everything I do matters. I, I need to stop dipping. I need to stop smoking. I need to stop drinking all the time. I need to stop going to bed late. All those things are adding up to me feeling like crap about myself when I wake up in the morning. So I started thinking everything mattered. And then I came, I was taught, I, I wanted to lose weight. And I was talking to someone there like, dude, it's just math. It's just calories, right? And so I I asked this dietitian like to do this like formula on, on my um, body weight. And I was like, okay, how many cheeseburgers do you think I've eaten in my life in my 24 years of, of living? And then we came up with the number. I don't remember what it was, but it was like, you know, one a week. So 52 a year uh, and then 24 years. So like a thousand cheeseburgers, right? So I said, what if I just ate half of the bun every time I had a cheeseburger? What would I weigh now? And they're like, you actually would be down like 28 pounds right now because of the cal- calorie deficit over all those years of just eating one less bun on every single cheeseburger. Right. And I was, I was like, yeah, yo, that's a slight edge. That's a slight edge. Yep. And then the and dude, the, same, the dietitian was like, dude, you got the- problems. Like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you've been so successful. You know, that's what attracted me to you when we first started was you understood that. Like a lot of people don't realize this, that watch this, because we have a lot of new managers that may not understand the whole story, but you, you, you always talked about how you only closed 25% of the sales. And I don't think it was 25. I think it was probably closer to 40, but Paul would close 80, but your whole deal was the slight edge because you could go four, five, six, seven in a row and not sell. And still show up with a good attitude, do the activity, even though it didn't seem to make much of a difference. You know, same, different person, same attitude, great attitude, good activity. And you would always get that fourth quarter magic where at the end, you know, you'd make those last three, four sales and that would make your week. And that's all you talked about. So I could totally see how the, the dietitian story, how that makes that's how you think. And that's, that's what's allowed you to be successful. So just, sure. so one extra call at 9 PM, yep. uh, one extra appointment, one extra five extra, five extra presentations per week for the year. What does that do for your life? Um, yeah. You know, eat whatever it is, but it is true, dude. It's like these small little things add up to something big. Right. And even like, even as much as, as recruiting, when I talk about taking two people a day from not knowing to knowing, that was the slight edge. It wasn't trying to talk to 30 people one day. It was doing it consistently over time. And it's really interesting. I thought about this this morning when I was, I was going through the book. 
the first person to ever post a picture with a client in our Facebook group was a guy I recruited who turned out to be a total train wreck, by the way. Oh, t- oh but, man. He was a, that guy gives me nightmares. Exactly. But when I think about that, that was somebody that I had placed the Craigslist ad on a Sunday. He called back during dinner with my family and I answered the phone. And had I not recruited him, I probably wouldn't have went to BP. No, had you not and, recruited him, the Facebook group wouldn't have started that launched our agency to right? the moon. And nobody would have known what to post. <laughs> that was the craziest thing, dude. That was the craziest time. I wish we had more of that. Now we have so, so many people running their own agencies and not like a collective, like every second somebody's posting a picture making a sale. Because that's exciting. Right. You know, well, I think that had a lot to do with our growth too. Was it wasn't just your slide edge or my slide edge? It was our slide edge, and we all celebrated those little successes along the way. And it, you know, it, it led to, you know, Grady Polson being in that group for a year, just watching, and then making the decision one day to finally do it. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, and and I think the other part of the the other part of the book that's so important is understanding the value of time. Like you've always said, people way overestimate what they could accomplish in a week or two, but they way underestimate what it looks like a couple years down the road. And, um, you know, that's that's the slight edge. If you just keep doing the activity, even when it doesn't make sense, eventually you'll catch your break and uh, and it has to work. Whereas if you keep showing up to dial day 30 minutes late or you don't go to your last appointment, the first time you don't go to your last appointment, it doesn't make a big difference. You may have sold it, you may not have. But eventually you get in the habit of not going to your last appointment or even just giving all your appointments away yeah. or buying leads and not calling them. Mm-hmm. And then it's hard to come back from. 100%. Well, dude, Trey, we wouldn't, we all know we wouldn't be out, be here without you. Cause you're a, well, you're, you're a, one, you're a genius. What is your IQ, by the way? Do you know? Yeah, I know what it is. What is it? <laughs> It's 162. What's That's a pr- what's the highest IQ you can get? I don't know. It's not 162 though. There's people with Drew, that, can I'm you sure. google that? Like what's the what's genius IQ level? Yeah, one second. Oh, come We're on. We're going to find out if Trey's an actual <laughs> genius. I know I f- for sure am not. I think you are. I think you're an actual genius. No. My IQ can- <sighs> it's probably not that high. Hey, but you know, IQ doesn't make that much of a difference. That just means you have an ability to learn things quick. It doesn't mean you have the ability to apply what you learn. That's totally different. There's a lot. See, of even the fact that, that you know. knew that is mean <laughs> is impressive. Well, thanks. <laughs> All right, waiting on Trey's. Waiting yeah, on Drew. Um, it didn't really. Okay, so a a score above 130 indicates exceptional intelligence and anything higher than 160 nice. makes you a genius. Oh shoot, Trey's a genius. <laughs> yes. It I knew you were. To figure it out. <laughs> I knew you actually were. All right, Trey, thank you for joining us, dude. Everybody, if you didn't read the book, then uh go read it. And we got one coming up next, Drew. Are we announcing that right now? Uh, yeah, we can do that right now if you if you like. Okay, so, so Trey, Trey, you can stay on here with us while we do this. The ne- switch this. Um... The next book of the month is one I've read, but I'm going to read again. And there's a specific chapter 
Yep, that's it. I just don't recognize that cover, but <clears throat> that's it. Napoleon Hill, The Master Key to Riches. Chapter four is a big way on how I have chosen to live my life. And every time I forget, I go back to it. And it is actually called Going the Extra Mile. Uh, it talks about how people want to be compensated before they do any work. So, for example, if I went into a, if I went to do a job interview with Trey, I would be thinking, how much is Trey going to give me b- before I provide value? And th- this chapter is about how much can I do without thinking about being compensated? How much, and when you live that way, that the compensation in many different ways in life is compounded t- hundreds of times over and you become invaluable. And it, I could never explain it as good as it's explained in that book. So this month's book of the month is uh, The Master Key to Riches. So if you're interested in reading it, go read it. We'll be emailing this out. Trey, thank you. We got some other people hopping on. Uh, so we're going to let you go, man. But appreciate you, dude. Thanks for having me.